Welcome to Recently Logged, where this week we're recording for freedom, for family, for the planet. Of the apes. <laughs> you, you did it, Mike. You tied it around. <laughs> well, hello. Hi. Uh, welcome to uh, Recently Logged. I feel we, like we already said that. I know. I always feel like I need to say it again. It's like, welcome to Recently Logged. <laughs> Two seconds late. Welcome <laughs> to recently logged. <laughs> well, it's, it sounds more uh, cordial, you know. Wow. Um, but anyway, my name is Ravi, and I'm Micah, and together we talk about the, uh, the movies. And together we welcome you to recently logged. <laughs> we welcome apparently. you to recently logged. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, if you haven't been listening in the past, which shame on you, I guess. But uh, we've been going through the Planet of the Apes trilogy, the new one, the 2010s one, 2010s. the largely directed by Matt Reeves one. Hello, largely, there is. It's a majority. Two, two it's out a of majority. Three, two out of three. <laughs> uh, that one. We've been going over that, uh, and we're on our last entry in the series now. Uh, war for the planet of the apes yeah this week this week we're ending it yeah <laughs> you can even believe it uh but anyway we're gonna go over uh the basic facts of the movie everything you need to know if you've never looked into the movie before i don't know i, I assume most people who listen to <laughs> like listen to these episodes have already I seen them. i don't know man this, but we'll this movie is hard like these movies are hardly talked about yeah hardly it's weird. seen uh um, but yeah let's get into it all right, uh, War for the Planet of the Apes is a 2017 movie rated PG-13 and is 2 hours and 20 minutes. Its little description on IMDb is, After the apes suffer unimaginable losses, Caesar wrestles with his darker instincts and begins his own mythic quest to avenge his kind. I mean, yeah. <laughs> uh, it was nominated for Best Visual Effects, but it did not win. If only it had come out a year earlier, its competition Man. for best visual effects would have been Disney's The Jungle Book. Yikes. But this this year, <laughs> the 2018 Oscars, uh, it was up against Blade Runner 2049. Yeah, it, it was doomed, man. 2049 looks fantastic, man. Uh, its cast consists of the, the, the forever always great Andy Serkis. Yeah. Uh, Woody Harrelson. <laughs> Steve Zahn, I think. Ooh, I don't know. I don't know him. It's that guy. Oh, oh, it's that guy. Yeah, uh, <laughs> Karen Canoval as Maurice. Yes. Uh, <laughs> Amaya Miller and <laughs> Terry N Notary? <laughs> Question mark. Mm, yeah, I would guess so. <laughs> I don't think that's how you say it, but that's how it's spelled. <laughs> and many more. Directed by Matt Reeves. Matt written Reeves. by. Mark Bombeck and Matt Reeves. Any relation to Noah Bombeck? Spelled completely differently. <laughs> oh, okay. <laughs> this is spelled like Bombeck. Like back. Instead of Bombatch. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> All right. Well, there it is. And that is The War for the Planet of the Apes. This is, a, this is our third Matt Reeves movie on the podcast. And it's the... F oh, oh I, should, I should add this. It's the first time... Uh, the first movie with Maurice speaking. Tail. <laughs> it's a landmark. <laughs> Cinema shifted after this, honestly. Uh, but anyway, let's get let's get into what we thought of the movie. All right, so Rami, uh, tell us tell us what you thought of uh, the war of the planet of the apes. It's a war for the planet. Yeah, of the yeah. Apes. You know what? They're you know? fighting for the planet. What are they, Rami? Yeah, are they? That's the whole movie. <laughs> Is it? 
Well, I mean, kind of, technically, <laughs> mostly. Well, what did what did you think about the movie? What did I think of the movie. Well, uh, I watched it for the very first time last night, so I've had a little little time for it to uh, to ruminate, ruminate, <laughs> ruminate in my mind. <laughs> um, but I think it honestly might be my new favorite of the trilogy. As as weird as that is to say, because I think it does have problems. That is I think weird. Um, what to is it say just, about is really? it just because Maurice talks? Yeah, <laughs> I said I said in my letterbox review, I said this this has the most Maurice screen time, so it's automatically my new favorite. But uh, I I think the movie itself it, it looks great. The lighting honestly is the best of the trilogy. The effects are the best of the trilogy yeah, for sure. Um, even Andy Serkis's performance I think is he's he's at his best here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he gives such a good performance in every movie. Yeah, right? no, he is, he's really good in every single one of them. Honestly, I think if you're going off of like just technical ability, the first one is one of the harder ones to even just perform yeah. as an actor. Uh, I just think I like he's very um, he's got a very magnetic presence in this one that I found a bit more relatable than uh, in Dawn. So, uh, yeah, I really liked that. Um, I liked that a lot of the side ape characters were a lot more focused on in this one. Yeah. Uh, really, a lot of my main problem falls in uh, to its transition to the latter half of the movie. Because the first half of the movie, and me and Micah were talking about this a bunch back when we were, like, watching it last night. <laughs> back while we were watching well, it. Well, <laughs> yeah, but, like, um, we were talking about how the first little portion of the movie sets it up really well to be like a really intense personal character study on caesar and it it does that but it doesn't follow through as heavily as i wish he pretty quickly just gets thrown in with the rest of the apes and it becomes more or less just another caesar leading all the apes yeah yeah i was about to say he his emotional arc and fall from grace kind of thing falls to like the b plot pretty fast after you hit the halfway point and i was just a little disappointed with that honestly that's the only reason i didn't give it a five yeah because honestly like one of the coolest (laughs) things this movie is doing is like the whole coba comparison caesar fall from grace uh ape don't kill ape thing like it's it's so sick but it really does become the it's secondary so focus too. Yeah. to like woody harrelson's little flimsy character <laughs> and his little flimsy cult yeah what's up with that they were like we're gonna make woody harrelson military god if for this movie how about that <laughs> it's like in the avatar approach or something it's weird I don't yeah know. it was it was a bit odd um i don't know i like woody harrelson's performance in this too i just wish his character wasn't as i don't know one noted yeah one note yeah that that's that's a good word for it because i i i just wanted a little more juice to him i think honestly because my biggest one of my biggest problems anyway with Mm -hmm. the entire movie is also this because i really love so much of what it's doing yeah um but like i think the entire human plot in it um, is kind of one note and i was just reading some reviews and people were like oh i wish we had more human characters no <laughs> dude i wanted less I wanted of the less humans, human man. characters get them out of here i would have been stoked if it was only like two human characters in the whole movie right honestly. like it needed to be i don't know <laughs> but like just all of the humans all of the human characters even their goal like and even the way yeah. that they're working like the apes like like i thought about this like they're 
They're working these apes to build a wall that crumbles in two seconds. <laughs> right? I was about to say, like, the least explosion-proof wall of all time. It's, it's so flammable. They're building it out of wood and rocks. And, the, like, like they're like, yes, this will defend against the biggest military in the world right I know, now. right? He's, like, dead set on building the wall. It's like, dude, this is going to keep out, like, two people. Please. <laughs> they came with, like, giant attack helicopters and tanks. It's, like, the biggest frontal assault I've ever seen in a movie. It's so many people. <laughs> no, no, it's right up there with Avatar. Up here. Yeah, exactly. Why is it, why is there so many? Uh, but no, it was really it was it was interesting because it's not bad. No, it's not bad by any means. No, but like it almost does that same kind of thing where like as uh, I guess that's is it Don Don's the second one. Yeah, Don's the second one. Um, as as Don, where it just like when it gets into the actual war part of these war movies, I'm kind of not as interested. I'm much more interested in like the individual characters and stuff. Yeah. No, that's fair, and that's that's pretty much my only complaint for this entire movie because like all of the technical aspects in this one rock. Like even the editing rocks in this. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, I I think other than just it's honestly the general screenwriting decision to not focus on Caesar more is is the only problem I have with this movie. It's honestly um one of the best looking movies I've seen in so long. <laughs> it's so good. The lighting in this one, guys, it's so good. Um, I, even if you're not interested in any of the other Planet of the Apes movies, you should just like watch like a, a scene from this movie. It looks no, watch so the good. watch the watch a little bit of the opening. Yeah, like oh, at the beginning, man. this movie, like up to like probably the forty minute mark. Yeah, this movie is like one of the coolest, <laughs> best looking movies I've ever seen. Masterpiece. And baby. like when we have Rocket, Maurice, Luca, and Caesar going around places and like like standing perfectly blocked holding guns towards the camera it literally is the coolest <laughs> thing ever and they do it so much like just every time they're on frame they come in and they like, they literally <laughs> are like the picks that go hard yeah that, the, man it's so good uh, i wish we got more road trip stuff in this movie right when they were on the horses it didn't really take so them that long yeah, to right. go on the big the big <laughs> trip yeah uh but uh, what, before what did you we, before we get into I questions, guess you kind of already summarized. Yeah, I was about to say before we get into questions, what did you would you rate the movie? Uh, I give it a nine out of ten or a four and a half out of five, whichever I, you want to, whichever rating you prefer. I give it an eight out of ten or a four. <laughs> how dare you, Micah? How could you? How could you differ from my opinion I think so I, drastically? I, think I gave every single one of them four. <laughs> Wait, really? Yeah, you think so. That's funny. I think I gave because I think they're all fantastic. Yeah, but all have enough problems that I'm like. <laughs> I think I gave all but the first one a four and a half. So, I I, I guess I just rate a little more generously because we 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 I think we have pretty similar opinions on all of them. Yeah. Um. But yeah. All right. Uh, I had a question. Okay. Pre pre waiting. Uh, what is your favorite scene or sequence? Scene or sequence. This, 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 I was thinking about this oh, one it's, a lot. Oh, that's an easy pick, Mike. <laughs> so easy. Well, I guess it's not that easy, but I I think my personal favorite is probably um, the initial like slaughter sequence in the night, uh, right at the beginning of the movie. That that scene, it, or I guess sequence. I don't know whichever you would. So not classify not, the, not the war opening, but the one in no, their no, little no, 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 not fortress. the war opening. The one in their fortress at night. That it's paced so well, edited so well, scored so well. I love Michael Giacchino's score for this. It's so good, um, <laughs> but it's just like 
peak of this movie, especially in its action, because its action yeah. kind of goes downhill from here. It's not bad by any stretch, but it, it just doesn't reach that height again, I think. No, what, what's interesting <laughs> is that was actually, that was probably going to be one of my top picks for best. <laughs> like that, that section is literally, it feels like you're watching like the best movie ever. <laughs> I'm like, this is this going to be the greatest movie I've ever seen? Like, and it, and it, and it keeps that feeling throughout like 90% of the opening of the movie, yeah, yeah. which is crazy. But like during that scene again, like I think it's very understated just how well paced out all of the action is, how it really gets you in. And, and, and I'll say like, during this movie, once it split off into the four council essentially mm-hmm. going, um, I was like so scared the entire movie. <laughs> like it, like every sound while they were first on their road trip, I was like, oh my gosh. Because like any of them could theoretically die. Yeah, the movie yeah. would be very comfortable with killing any right. of them. Now, I expected more of them to die, honestly. I was like, <laughs> all right, I'm ready for it now. I'm and, like, and like Luca died, but like he's like the least important. But... Uh, <laughs> dang (laughs) listen it's caesar maurice rocket luca i mean in terms of importance but that's just by screen time like (laughs) no well no because maurice is great rocket is great but less wow and luca is he's he's been here since day one day one a one day one (laughs) (laughs) um but no it was probably between that Mm -hmm. and uh, i really really love uh the like the i guess hallucination sequences oh, with koba they're so good dude. those are some of the coolest they're not they're not whole scenes they're but not they're great scenes, moments but they're man. some of the coolest moments in the thing i really liked uh <laughs> the sequences of them traveling yeah like on horseback the four of them the montage the montage <laughs> uh that was so sick um I indeed guess, it was but yeah i'm trying to think of any other just like fantastic scenes I mean, basically anything. I like you could pick out anything from the opening, and I would honestly probably say it's yeah. one of my favorites. They're they're just <laughs> like even, but even throughout, like even later on in the movie, I wouldn't say any of the scenes are like not good. No, no, I, exactly. I I think this is like a fantastic movie, but I'm just the the opening itself is yeah. The mm. op- like and I think, it's like up, <laughs> and I think I think that's one of the most disappointing parts of the movie. Yeah. Is that the opening literally is some of the best movie I've ever seen. Like, it literally <laughs> is just going, like, swinging for the fences and hitting. Right. Like, it's, it, it hits everything perfectly. I need, goes... I need Matt Reeves to do another, like, cool action movie. <laughs> <laughs> Come on. <laughs> Dude, it's crazy. Um, yeah. But yeah, do you have any, do you have a question? I do. Uh, what do you think of the new characters introduced in this one? We have <laughs> uh, Bad Ape. We have the girl. We have... Like... We, yes we have well um, i don't know if you're talking about lake or like the little girl well yeah lake and nova and uh whatever woody harrelson his character's name is woody harrelson <laughs> yeah i just general thoughts on um, the newcomers micah because i i like a lot of the new characters honestly see honestly i don't like any of the new characters <laughs> I don't like any much. of them i really they're not given enough screen time importance to make me like them that much they're all very one note in my opinion Aww. and like i know this movie is kind of overly long and really dark uh <laughs> but like bad ape just even then like i get like he was supposed to give you some levity through all that but he's like he isn't touched on really much as a character because he's kind of I a sad so. character he is yeah and they don't really use that they instead are just kind of like 
kind of funny. He's a little funny. Whoa. <laughs> Whoa now. Because this movie has 0% comic relief anywhere else. Yeah, honestly, I didn't even think about that, but that's a good point. Um, like, as to why the movie didn't fully click for me, it really is a little um, too self-serious at times. No, it is. Like, it, it, there's, there's a level of absurdity to Planet of the Apes that I feel like you have to acknowledged to a certain extent and this film doesn't really do that at all i i feel like that's part of the reason he was there yeah um, but i i don't know i don't know because like the seriousness in which it deals with caesar i feel like is fully like necessary yeah. i don't want this movie Absolutely. to be like more goofy no. i guess <laughs> no but i think especially with its human conflict it like it's like oh when really there's not anything like uh, yeah. going on <laughs> yeah it, it doesn't feel as weighty as the film would let on yeah and even like the scenes with woody harrelson and caesar one-on-one -on -one, which i enjoyed the dialogue and the characters mm -hmm. bouncing off of each other that much like woody harrelson never really felt like that commanding of like a bad guy like the scene would end and caesar would be like and i'd be like <laughs> yep that that's that was woody harrelson <laughs> wow like i don't know i never really felt that as much as i think the movie wanted you to with how very over the top emotional it, it, it is yeah, as a movie that's fair uh uh my thoughts on the, on the new character yeah i wasn't you're done. not done i was not done oh my goodness because <laughs> nova i wanted to talk about <laughs> okay um, okay and and Woody Harrelson, I wasn't done. Okay. I was, that was right. just bad. Mike, Mike is just getting he's just getting started. <laughs> that, was, that was merely bad. I shouldn't have brought it up. Uh, <laughs> Nova, I think, is a really interesting inclusion here, because mm -hmm. uh, I because I kind of like what they do with tying around the human stuff and the virus and everything in this, and I think she's a really fun character, both to to get Caesar to kind of connect back to humans again. Because he's kind of lost that now yeah. that his family is dead. Like he's, he's full, like he's full murder mode. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah. And I think it's a really nice way to kind of slow down in certain parts, but in a good way, not like slow pacing. Oh, slowing <laughs> down, my <like> God. <laughs> it needs to it needs to calm down. <laughs> um, and I really like overall. She's not used that much, but what she is used for. Outside of, I think, the Woody Harrelson stuff, which I think was a little stupid. Um, I really like just her inclusion as a side character. Yeah, I was going to say she was one of my favorite new elements in this movie. She was it's a really, really smart decision yeah. on the screenwriter's part. No, and I, again, I just I feel like the the use in terms of giving it to Woody Harrelson as like the disease to Woody Harrelson. Uh -huh. Like it's fine. It's a fine decision. It's probably what I would do as a screenwriter. But like at the same time, I really don't think they give Woody Harrelson's character enough no, of anything. They don't. Again, not even a commanding presence in a way that made me really feel like this guy was at like complete odds with Caesar. Cause I feel like what they were trying to go with for was that Caesar is essentially like He's not, not a quote-unquote god to his people, but he is, like, the closest to yeah, that. Yeah. He is some insane level of leader. Like, people will follow him no matter what. He he commands so much presence. And I feel like they were like, okay, so we'll give the humans one with equal conviction. Like, give, <laughs> give them... Yeah, like I wish leader. they I wish they would have focused on like the weird military cult thing a little more, like give yeah, well, it give it a little more something. Well yeah, but that's what I was that's what I was leading to is like they they're like, yes, we'll put this here. We'll give Caesar a a like a backed person. Yeah. Uh but they don't really give them time 
to do any of that mm-hmm. and they don't give Woody Harrelson's character any depth to feel like that because the reason Caesar works so well as this like insane leader person is we've had two movies <laughs> growing and like seeing his rise to power yeah and why he's such a good leader <laughs> exactly yeah because honestly if it was just this movie i would be like caesar leader doesn't seem that great <laughs> it's not, whoa, it's not, I mean, caesar but he's not like whoa <laughs> i don't know about all that because <laughs> again he's making he's he's making his fall from grace decisions yeah. in this one yeah so yeah, I felt like Woody Harrelson's character is very underwhelming in this, despite like on paper him, I mean not on paper, on screen him like his performance working well. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it, maybe it was just like bad direction. Maybe it was just Woody Harrelson phoning it in, or maybe it was just like a bunch of different things. I don't know. Yeah. It was just an odd inclusion, I think. Yeah, because like there are things that, that, that work with it, mm-hmm. but like Absolutely. at the same time, it's it just feels so... I don't know if it just feels so like done before, <laughs> but it just doesn't feel like it's bringing anything new. Yeah, that's fair. Which is strange for war movie with CGI apes not feeling new. <laughs> right? and, and weird military cult. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Why doesn't this feel new? But yeah, no, you're right. I, I mean, I would tend to agree actually with basically that assessment of all of them. Yeah. Uh, other than I, I look on Nova, I think a little more fondly. Um, but yeah, but yeah, like, like, think about this. Think about this. <laughs> the, the end of the movie with like the other humans coming. Like, why is that there? Like, like I get why it's there, mm-hmm. but why is it there? Like, why is there a big important plot element having to do with the military people not having to do with the apes? Like, this is this is war for the planet of the apes. This is the last hurrah. This is this is when they're they're going for the go for broke monkey mission, um, yeah. And yet, a big part of the plot is just Woody Harrelson fighting against other humans <laughs> for a non ape related reason. Like it's ape related, <laughs> but like not really. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe they were going for like. Um... I don't know, like, the, the humans are destroying their own world, because, I mean, ultimately, the avalanche and everything was because of them, but, like, well, yeah, and it's it's weird. But, it, it, but feel, it doesn't feel cohesive with the rest of the movie. Kind of technically, it was Caesar's fault. He threw the grenades. <laughs> he was the one who started the chains of explosions. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I don't, I, don't, I don't know entirely what they were going for there. Like, why not make it some other type of threat that they have to defend against? But I, I don't know. It's, it's yeah. odd. Because, like, I even understand the kind of feeling to want to gravitate towards as brutal of a of a place as they're in like mm-hmm. like it's really a rough place like how they're treated and everything it really drives home like but but a i don't think they gave enough to make you really feel like this is caesar's fault because it kind of feels like they would have been captured anyway yeah so i feel like they were kind of going for like oh caesar left them and now they're here because caesar was so focused on his revenge plot yeah um, but at the same time, they don't really give much time for the, for that half of things. Like they really just want to get there Yeah. and they don't show us anything of them until they're captured. So it wasn't like we got to see, cause I was actually super curious Yeah. No, I wondered with, with about Rocket, that. Luca and Maurice all going with him. Right. I was like, who's leading them? Is Lake leading them? We don't know Lake at all as a character. Mm-hmm. And like, cause that was the council essentially. It was, it was Caesar and his family, who's now dead. Yeah. And then Rocket, Maurice, and Luca. Yeah, no, I kept, I kept, like, I'm glad, I, I, I was so refreshed to see a movie not, like, 
compromise again in its first half on like doing a b plot you know like like showing it every five seconds yeah but then like i was like well can, can we at least see something <laughs> like yeah like what what actually happened yeah exactly because was it caesar's fault or was it something that where like like was it because they didn't have a good leader and mm -hmm. led them to make bad decisions or was it just something that would have happened yeah no it, it does leave the audience a little like emotionally confused as, as to who they should be upset with you know yeah and then when caesar first gets there and, and I don't know if it, when Caesar first gets there, the, like the apes are upset with him. Like they won't even acknowledge him, and they and they use that same kind of shot at the beginning of the movie when Caesar first comes into screen at the beginning of the movie when he's walking through and all of the apes are like turning towards him, yeah, doing a little respect thing. Uh, whereas this time when he walks into the prison, all of them turn away from him. Yeah. Um. So like they're paralleling that, but at the same time, like we don't really have that much connection to that and then like three scenes later he start he starts the whole like he, he completely has their support as a leader again. yeah it, it seems like this movie that all of its problems boil down to uh they wanted to do like caesar's fall from grace but they don't really give it the legs it needs to go all the way for it yeah like they really should have committed <laughs> more to it like, yeah like Honestly, as much as I really didn't want Maurice to die in the movie, it would have been a great thing to have. And me and Robbie both talked about this, that we figured that's where it was going from the beginning right? of the movie. I thought Maurice that was he would like go, for sure going to die. he would go and get all of his friends killed because yeah. he was so focused on this. Um, so it was like, it, it's weird. It's because very in the odd, second yeah. half of the movie, it kind of becomes something different. And I think that something different isn't bad, mm -mm. but it really doesn't focus on any of its individual elements enough to become something great. That's fair. I don't know. I <laughs> I feel like we've talked about like all of its problems and harped on them, but I, I again I gave this a nine out of ten. Yeah, I think it, I still think it's you great. Know, do you have any other questions to get us to talk um, talk about what's 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 so nine out of ten about? I don't know. This movie? Really, uh, really, all of my love of this movie just comes out of like the love of the characters that are here and the love of just the technical filmmaking on display. Cause yeah, like, cause honestly, even though, even though the screenplay does let me down a little bit, I like, honestly, I have like such a good time watching this. Yeah. It, it's, it's so good. See, and I, and I do honestly think, cause most people have said that I do think it's a little overly long. Really? Yeah. I, it doesn't fully work. I wish it was, I wish it was like a little bit shorter. I don't know. I, 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 I could see that but again, but again, yeah, but, it's yeah. just me. Yeah. Um, but no, honestly, on a technical level, even throughout, even once it gets to its different elements that again, I think are a little meh screenplay wise, mm -hmm. it never loses its technical prowess, oh, Goodness. which this is definitely the strongest on all technical fronts of the right. series. And, and I, I said this to Robbie when we were done with it, I was like, this is, this is like the only series and this movie specifically that has come close to feeling, if not like a, the same and beyond, of the Pirates of the Caribbean trilogy in terms of blockbusters. You hold that as the gold standard of blockbusters. I hold that. No, I do. I, I hold mean, that the I, gold standard honestly, of, of blockbusters. Gore Verbinski's work on that trilogy is so good. Think, like, about, think about it. The cinematography <laughs> yeah. and production design's outstanding. The lighting is fantastic. Those movies the, are a miracle. The CGI man. is is outstanding <laughs> and aged super well. It literally was like this trilogy from like 
a couple of years before. Yeah. Yeah. Like I can't believe that those movies came out in the 2000s. I don't know. Maybe maybe I'm just too much of a like a film fanboy. It just it just does my heart uh, good to see like a well-edited movie, you know, yeah. <laughs> like a well-edited action movie with really good performances behind it. Uh, no, it's it's really good on a technical level. <laughs> yeah. And the score is absolutely outstanding. I, I think score, this is the man. best score of the trilogy. Yeah, easily. Um, <laughs> but honestly, it's going to sound really weird, but like after the Batman, I really can kind of feel where Matt Reeves like <laughs> I guess technical like absolute like skill lies mm-hmm. and I think a lot of the elements in this like you said when we first started watching it feel so much more similar to like later Matt Reeves with mm-hmm. like the Batman yeah um, no this movie feels so much like the Batman in its first time they, they have a, they have very <laughs> similar cinematography in terms of use of camera to tell story yeah um the score by Michael Giacchino uses a lot of similar, not not sound at all. It doesn't sound similar, but a lot of the same musical ideas in terms of building motifs. Yeah. And, like, it feels very filmmaking similar. Uh, I was about to say a lot of its shorthand uh, in filmmaking is very similar to the Batman. So it makes sense. Which, which is great. <laughs> yeah, no, it was a great movie. I loved it. They even they even have this the one scene in that sequence that Robbie was talking about, the, the initial uh, massacre in the cave scene uh, where they have one that's, bring this that's pitch black and then they light it with muzzle flashes. <laughs> it's so funny, dude. <laughs> Uh, it's because the Batman had had a War for the Planet of the Apes reference in it. It's true. The real ones knew. <laughs> the real ones knew. We weren't the real ones yet, but now we are. We weren't we the are. real ones, but now we are the real we've, ones. We've graduated to real ones. <laughs> we graduated uh, Matt Reeves Film School. All right, so I have, I have a question. Uh, what do you think this this movie overall, as, as overarching as you can, mm-hmm. is as a conclusion to the trilogy? Um... I, you know, it's, I, I don't really know how I feel about it as, like, part of the trilogy um, for a lot of the reasons we've mentioned already. Because it doesn't feel like a total um, portrait of Caesar, which Caesar's always been the main character of these movies. Yeah, I um, feel like... But to, I don't know. Not to interrupt. No, uh, go, go ahead and say what you I feel say. like Don does a better job of doing a big, like, war movie while also really well, per, like, focusing on portraying Caesar. Yeah. No, definitely. I would agree with that. Um, but I don't know. It feels a little too rehashy to be a great conclusion to the trilogy, like, thematically and everything. It, it feels like it's saying a lot of the same thing that Don was saying. Um, just in a different way. It's more yeah. war focused this time, obviously. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think honestly, I I'm satisfied with this as an ending because like they the, narratively, they don't leave it anywhere else to go yeah. and they don't really leave anything unexplored in my mind. But like at the same time, it does feel a little like, well, is, is that it? <laughs> like, yeah. I don't know. No, I, don't, I don't know what causes me to feel that cause way. Because honestly, I think it's the fact that, like, Caesar doesn't really have as solid of a character wrap-up as I would yeah. like in this. Yeah. Because, um, again, 
they start out the movie and you know you said that it feels very rehashy but it doesn't at all in the beginning no not in the first like, half it feels at like all, completely no. different it feels like something completely new it feels like it's taking caesar in a really unique way that will show us a part of his character that's never really been explored i was about to say this time all of the stakes are like ape central in the first Which half of this great. movie yeah exactly <laughs> i wanted more of that um and like I was really excited. I don't. I don't know if, why I pictured this movie so heavily in my mind before we watched it, but I was really like imagining from even the IMDb description that I read because I'd read that before, mm-hmm. like this really brutal movie where like most people Caesar knows would have died, <laughs> and he would kind of like go off on his own and do this big like kind of I don't know like that thing that it kind of feels like it's going to do yeah no I just Um, I I feel like all of our complaints have boiled down to we want this movie to be meaner to Caesar (laughs) (laughs) well like because because I'm gonna be honest it's it's not very hard on Caesar Mm -mm. and and I think that's what makes his character wrap up and his death at the very end not quite as good as it should have because I really like that he did like one more last big hurrah for the apes that's good yeah he he was like cemented and i think the scene with maurice is really really sweet at the end <sighs> that's, that's such a, such a, such a good, good scene, scene. <laughs> um but at the same time like it doesn't feel like caesar's character is fully ready to die yeah like it feels like he didn't fully grow from being like i'm i'm super angry mad hateful then my friends are saying that I'm becoming like Koba. We even have the, the committing to that becoming like Koba enough to give him hallucination scenes with right. Koba in it. Yeah. Um, but then once he gets to the lockdown place, save for a couple moments of him being really violent, like acting, mm-hmm. he doesn't even do anything, yeah. just violent acting. He becomes very much just normal Caesar. Again, he very quickly just starts leading the apes. It just, like, and I think that's where it both becomes feeling, like, rehashy. Because I don't think the actual military plot and everything that goes on is what makes it feel like, here we go again. Yeah. I think it's the fact that we have Caesar in a tough spot. Then he gets to this place, and all the apes just instantly follow him again. Yeah, no, it needed it. it man, <laughs> we just always just always bring it back to this. But you're, I think you're, I think I would agree. Yeah, so, uh, I don't know, odd odd conclusion to the trilogy, but not like disappointing. Yeah, I wouldn't say because because again, these characters are so good mm-hmm. and they're really yeah. solid and like all around. This isn't like a disaster it's no. not like they butchered any of the characters <laughs> like they still very much fit into their characters and it's still like a good moment for caesar because again we know him as this leader so it's not like oh this is so ridiculous <laughs> uh yeah but like i think one of the scenes where i was really taken out of the movie um was when all of the apes have escaped and the humans are starting to attack and like they're all running yeah. away and like one of the guards just starts like shooting apes down and it does like the piano score like oh no mm-hmm. the apes again <laughs> the apes again <laughs> and wow. and i just didn't care and i felt really bad for not caring because <laughs> but, I, but but there was no stakes to this they were already out of the big thing and the humans were under attack so yeah. they were literally just getting shot for nothing and and like Maybe it was literally just to pull the one donkey guy. Yeah, but like that, that would be that's my such assumption. a that's such a big kind of like heart like like ouch moment. Yeah, to just have that. Like I I felt like so like I was kind of like like I was 
almost callous towards seeing apes <laughs> die, which made me really sad. Yeah. Yeah. Because I don't know. It, that was one of the biggest moments no, where fair. I was like, I don't think this is working as well as it should. I think Donkey's whole deal, like as a character, was a nice idea, but they never really um give it the weight i think it needs in the story if they're gonna fully commit to doing something yeah, like that it, yeah, this, it's we're, weird we're saying all this really makes me sad how how because this movie is is really fantastic in a lot mm-hmm. of ways but it, it really genuinely makes me sad that it feels like it kind of fumbled the ball and a lot of its elements yeah no and it, it, it seems like all of my complaints like no matter what element i'm talking about is just i wish they would have put more time towards this or like like just distribute it because this is a long movie right and I think it feels that way because it doesn't give the right time to the right amount of things. I think its screenplay is just not good enough. It's great. It's a great overarching screenplay. There's nothing inherently wrong exactly. with its structure. Yeah. There's nothing inherently wrong with its beats. Like it literally is just in terms of these characters that we've gotten so well, like known so well. And for this overarching story that we've watched two movies with and like really compelling stuff it just doesn't feel like this movie gives as much world building time as the rest it doesn't feel like it gives as much caesar time as the rest yeah even though there's probably more caesar time in this than the other movie <laughs> right yeah this is probably the most screen time he's ever had man so it, it's just like and I, and I think that's that's pretty much one of its only problems mm-hmm. i know we've talked about this for like the entire time in different <laughs> ways but really outside of this technically as we've said it's practically perfect it's like airtight man like i I don't know it's crazy which which makes it a solid four for me yeah not a four and a half no and i mean you've brought up enough problems that if i was feeling like all i don't like i think it depends on your watch experience yeah exactly i i think like yeah a lot of the like you said, the beats are actually like they make logical sense. They just don't have like the filler to yeah. No, as get a, as a screenplay right. structure, yeah. this is like yeah, this is a great screenplay. Yeah. <laughs> but I don't know. It just it didn't detract apparently as much exactly. for me. No, and, it, and yeah. it, like again, this didn't detract super hard from me. Yeah. But it at the end of the day, it makes me more or less just kind of sad because yeah. this was like the big it could ending have been. it could have and been it could have mm. been a lot better it could have been as good as the first half of this movie was for the whole thing <laughs> it could have been like i don't know like one of the best action blockbusters of the 2010s probably the best if it would have kept that quality right it would have been one of the best action <laughs> blockbusters ever i think and and i think that's what makes it as disappointing of an ending as it is not yeah. any like because it's still really enjoyable and it's I think the crushing weight of its potential that makes it all like ah oh, the crushing the crushing weight of just how good so many of the elements have been throughout <laughs> exactly. the entire series exactly man um they tried though <laughs> but no yeah and it's and it's great props, and it's really fun and it's emotional and yeah. like i got dude literally i got emotional just like when when all of when like all the friends showed up on horseback i'm I, crying like i cried like four times so this <laughs> like it's, it's good it's great it's a fun ending to the story yeah it's just barely not there like i said honestly i i know i I sounded like a joke but this one does have the most maurice screen time and that might that honestly might be why it's my favorite no maurice is one of the maurice is so much fun like i know we've we've kind of said it in a joking (laughs) way throughout but maurice especially in this one and the way they use his character is really great right gotta love maurice gotta love maurice shout out to maurice shout out to maurice (laughs) 
Well, is there any, is there anything else you wanted to add? I feel like I've I've covered just about everything I wanted to say. Yeah, no, I feel like I've and I feel like we're at right. a pretty good way in. Uh, again, I gave it four stars. I gave it a four and a half. Uh, what what are we th- what are we thinking? What's our official ranking of the trilogy now? Yeah, I was about to say we got we got trilogy <laughs> stuff to oh, do, no. um, which is really hard. I rated them all the same. <laughs> I rated them all the same score. I think they all have problems. Uh, I guess worst to best. We'll, what we'll do not not top first oh yeah i mean we can do top first top three um man that is really tough can i just say like dawn and war together as one <laughs> thing and then <laughs> rise at the bottom which is really interesting to me i wanted to, i do want to say though because i know a lot of people are like um rise is like objectively the best yeah no i keep seeing people say that and i just like yeah rise is great rise is like really i love good. that movie but like i don't see it topping dawn in yeah, any I, I don't universe know. i, I like you know? the movies a lot more once caesar gets to be like a fully instead of being like the birth of caesar's character when caesar is just mm-hmm. a fully formed character like i love and maybe maybe we're crazy because like <laughs> even even we're on, in the minority <laughs> that like maybe the mass audiences did not like the apes as much as we did but like <laughs> ape society is literally all i could have so i said cool. i said it with dawn <laughs> I could have taken like hours of just them hanging out in ape world. We need we need the HBO spin-off series about them just like just having living. a little ape village. Yeah, I just want to see them I want to see them living. I want to see them happy. Right? Um but like maybe we're crazy because like everybody like like several people were like this one needed a human a good human character to have us kind of, I'm like no. 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 Come on. We the just apes are taking ape. the tapes the apes are taking over. It's the it's the planet of the apes. It's the planet of the apes now. Maybe. <laughs> um I don't know. Ranking uh you know what if we're if we're going off of which one I'd rather watch, I think I'd probably go number 1 War uh then Dawn then Rise, you know? Yeah. You know, this is, which is 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 it's so close it's like so <laughs> close between all three of them for me i yeah. feel like a ranking is kind of su- superfluous <laughs> but honestly i would honestly and this is gonna sound weird after how much i harped on this movie but i kind of would agree like if i had to choose one to yeah turn if i was on just right choosing now, one to turn on i'd, I'd I turn would on probably war. choose war yeah war has so many of like my favorite elements playing out it has so movie. many of my favorite moments of the whole series in it yeah and like the way caesar is as a character is great because even even dawn um because i really just love caesar as a fully fleshed out character even in dawn you have a lot of the human stuff like conflict that i find kind of petty and annoying i mean at least at least in that movie a lot of like gary oldman's stuff and the family stuff well, no, yeah, it, it I'm, works I'm, a lot i'm better. more saying like the people who are with the apes at the time oh, yeah, not yeah. gary i think gary oldman actually works better <laughs> than woody harrelson in this. yeah i was about to say i love gary oldman in, in the second um, one he's really good in that but yeah like <laughs> i think i think honestly i would probably say war would be war dawn ri- uh, rise which yeah. again is so like we're opposite <laughs> of what most people have ever heard because ne- like literally 90 percent of people i've ever seen talk about this would say rise is the best dawn is the second best <laughs> and war is the worst and we're putting it in reverse i'm like i th- i think the trilogy gets better as it goes along as weird as it is no i think it does because i think it uses itself as a trilogy extremely well right so it builds the each time on itself crazy because like yeah i think rise is a fantastic movie but i like dawn even more and i like war even more <laughs> i love how quiet dawn is it's such Dawn's a good movie nice. 
such a such a nice movie. Sounds so good. <laughs> also, I forgot to mention. Shout out to the uh, like title card reveal in this movie. It's some one of the oh, sickest the ones I've seen so in a cool. while. And the little like intro thing too, yeah. using the names from the previous movies. <laughs> That's like that. That was honestly like such a cool way to open the movie. But I like again, it. the beginning of this movie is just absolutely <laughs> insanely good. But yeah. That's probably my ranking of the trilogy. Obviously, I would probably give the overall trilogy a solid four stars since I rated all of them four stars. Yeah, it's like a I give it like a four point two five. Is that possible? <laughs> Just stick it right there. But yeah, no, I, I, great stuff. I yeah. like it a lot. This isn't this isn't hard math. Did you give all of them? Uh... I gave all of them a nine. I think. So, I mean, I don't know. It's, it just feels like all of the... It, it as a trilogy doesn't quite hit, like, as hard as I want it to. I don't know. I, I Oh, that's right. I can log the trilogy now. They have the trilogy listed four on Letterboxd. Four and a half. <laughs> you gave Rise... What did I give Rise? Four. Okay. So that's what I... Did thought. I? Yeah. Oh, I, I don't know. Sometimes it shows up old ratings and stuff. So, yeah, that's a that's an 8.6 average for, for the thing. So, that's a four point yeah uh, six no i don't know how that would transfer over <laughs> 4.3 like yeah 4.3 which i mean i would just round that up to a 4.5 so yeah so well i mean yeah but 4.3 is the way it works with average yeah yeah you didn't give all of no i know four and a half but yeah i would give i would give it a solid four as the overall trilogy fair enough all right well let's let's go ahead and get into the rest of the stuff we watched since we last uh were on the pod you know yeah, let's do it Okay, guys, I've had the biggest uh, revelation in the break between recording. <laughs> um, <laughs> dude, I found out that there is an in-universe story video game that came out for this for, for this series that I didn't know about. It's called Planet of the Apes, The Last Frontier. Andy Serkis did mocap mo for it. It takes place <laughs> in between Dawn and War. And like it, it's like the story is canon. It's so funny, dude. I, I honestly, that sounds really. And fun. it's rated M. Rated it's M. it's hilarious. I, I need to play this. I'm going to play this. <laughs> when I when I get my next paycheck, I will be buying this game. <laughs> I mean, fair enough. I I support you, Micah. <laughs> uh, but let's get to our segment. Um, this is the what we watched segment. For those of you who are new to the podcast, it's a little segment. A little section at little the end. Section. I didn't know if I was gonna say. I, I like started segment to say segment and section and did not work well. Uh, where we briefly talk about everything we've watched since the last episode, giving our ratings and just saying a little couple words about each movie. Small word. Uh, so we're going all the way back to the sixth, technically June speaking. Sixth, baby. Um, and on the sixth, what did we watch? Uh, we watched Scooby Doo and the Goblin King. A cer certified breadsword classic. Certified breadsword classic. <laughs> I mean, that's enough for me, honestly. Uh, but yeah, I'd actually just rewatched Breadsword's Scooby Doo ranking video, and this was the top one. And I was like, like he gave this the, the top position, and I was like, you know what? This is on HBO, and I haven't seen it. <laughs> and I really like Scooby Doo movies, so let's give it a whirl. And uh, what did what did you think of it? Right I don't know. I thought I thought it was really fun. Um, the performances were good. The character animation was really fun. 
Uh, the music was good. I don't know. Is it a fun time? It was yeah, funny. No, like it's it's entertaining. Funny. It's it's, it's, it's inventive. One of, the, one of the most unique uses of the Scooby Doo premise. Yeah, it's just mostly Scooby and Shaggy. It's really fun. The music's great. The animation's cool. The voice cast is stacked. Right. It's well paced. This is this is all you this is all you can really ask for from a Scooby Doo movie. Uh, I give it four stars. I give it a four and a half. Thought it was great. Loved it. Rabbi, we, we did it again. Rabbi, the four and four and a half <laughs> Your difference. four is my four and a half. <laughs> uh, then on the sixth, we also watched uh, Toy Story 3. Toy Story 3. Uh, I had been watching through, if you listened to our What We Watched episode. Ooh, we should Toy watch Story. Toy Story 4 this afternoon. Sure. I'm pretty good. <laughs> but yeah, Toy Story 3. <laughs> Toy Story trilogy. Um, and this was the next one. Yeah. Um, I was actually less excited to get into this one at the start just because it's so long. It's the one we've seen, seen it the most and I've times. seen it so many times. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but it's still so good. I like it like once it actually gets started as a movie, yeah, I never man. can complain about it. Right. It's paced so well, man. <laughs> it's so funny and it's, it's so inventive too and it's so well made and uh I said this I said this good. last uh, <laughs> so what good. we watched segment my <laughs> biggest problem with it as a movie overall is the fact that it doesn't really feel anything like the other two. It really does no. feel like a legacy sequel, and yeah. it came out so much later. Yeah, no, that's honestly, I think, its biggest problem, is it It feels like a lot of its emotional stakes and stuff. It feels like that legacy sequel kind of problem, but yeah. I, I still think it's fantastic. I gave it a half. four and a half as well. Yeah. Uh, then also on the sixth, I watched Solaris for the first time. Ooh. Andrei Tchaikovsky's Solaris, not... Uh, Steven Soderbergh. Soderbergh? Uh, oh my gosh, Soderbergh. That's weird. <laughs> I, I, I always forget that he did the, the other George Solaris. Clooney one. Yeah. Uh, but wow, it kind of blew me out of the water. Uh, I didn't really know what to expect going into it other than like it was a sad space movie. Sad space. Um, but what it's, re- what it's doing as a movie is really, really cool. Uh, it's a very 70s movie. Uh, I really loved the performances and the pacing and the editing and the production design. Like, just so much about this movie is super sick. It's it's your 2001, my it is It is my 2001. <laughs> I can't wait to see it. Um, it sounds great. I gave it a four and a half. It still has some issues, in my opinion, but, like, it, it's so much fun. It's so good. It, I can't wait to watch Stalker now. <laughs> uh, while he was watching that, I was downstairs watching a, another Bong Joon-ho movie. My I, third or fourth, I don't remember which. Um, Mother. That'd be your fourth. Is it my fourth? I don't, yeah. I don't know. I don't know anymore, Micah. It's all a blur. <laughs> the host, Okja, Parasite Mother. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, uh, I finally got a library card. Applause. <laughs> and I checked out Mother, uh, both literally and figuratively. And I really enjoyed it. <laughs> um, I don't know. It's it's probably my least favorite Bong Joon-ho movie. It, it, I put it on about the same tier as Okja, I think. Um, I just wish it had a little more... A, a little more depth to some of its side plot stuff. Because whenever, like the titular mother is not on screen i'm a little like disengaged but you know other than that i i it's still a bong joon ho movie i still had a great time um this is the first like crime procedural movie i've seen of his procedural if I can memories of murder Robbie. i know i can't wait to see that now um and the way he does mystery like if you've seen parasite like i was like this guy should do a mystery movie <laughs> and like go figure he did a great job with this one so yeah performances were great action was 
was great. Editing great. Uh, everything's great. It's a, it's a Bong Joon-ho movie. It's great. <laughs> I give it a four and a half. Also on the sixth, I watched uh, Home Team 2022 <laughs> Kevin James movie. Oh yeah, that Kevin James movie. It it was a movie. Isn't, isn't this the day we were getting our windows yes, replaced? Yes, this was the day we were getting our windows replaced. <laughs> and I have four things logged that day. The house was an active construction site. <laughs> <laughs> um, and man... <laughs> i was not the one who turned it on home team probably baby. wouldn't have i like it, kevin james yeah but in, like in, this, a, in this, the right context this ain't it. <laughs> i mean it wasn't it wasn't aggressively awful but so many of the jokes feel so like it's a 2022 movie it feels like an early 2010s movie <laughs> like, it, like it hits all of like the stereotypical jokes of exactly what you would expect from this kind of a movie it feels like the team did not move on from like mall cop level comedies ah darn it's really weird and it's just not even that funny it, that's sad i'll take weird movies as long as they're really funny no it's <laughs> it's really not that funny uh, even even my mom and dad who watched who were like the ones who turned this on said they thought it took itself way too seriously it, for what it is i saw like two scenes from it and it seemed really melodramatic i'm like it come is. on guys <laughs> i give it two stars um and while you guys were watching that i was downstairs working for a living i was downstairs <laughs> working uh and also watching assembled the making of eternals which mark Marvel put together like this little I don't know I, I guess it's like a series because they have like a bunch of different assembled things but it's all of the documentaries about the production of uh, Marvel Studios films yeah watch the one for Eternals uh wait here let me let me read my review I said it highlights a lot of the strengths of Eternals that I didn't notice initially the details in the production design especially pretty neat <laughs> pretty neat uh, yeah neat documentary i don't know i i would actually i think watch this before i watched eternals again eternals uh, is so long i don't know man eternals so has so mid. many problems man but the cast is really fun in this like you get to see them enjoying working on the movie and you get to see some of the cool stuff in the production for it so that was cool but like i don't know not much to say about it really <laughs> then that night we watched uh, Scooby-Doo uh, and Batman the Brave and the Bold. Oh, I didn't realize it said it and Batman. That's kind of funny. <laughs> I just uh, assumed it was like Scooby-Doo the Brave and the Bold. But It's yeah. it's a real weird movie. It's so in the weird. Canon. It's one of the higher rated, like average rated one. That's that's why we turned it on. Um, and like, I don't know, like it's good. It's, it's, it's fun. fun. Yeah. It's, it's probably a really unique and nice use of like crossovers. Most Scooby-Doo crossovers are kind of really bad. <laughs> and like this one is not bad as no, a crossover film, bad. but it's just kind of okay. It's, it's so weird. It's such a weird little movie, dude. <laughs> yeah. I don't think it's quite as funny as normal Scooby-Doo movies, no. but it's not not funny. Exactly. Yeah. It's and, still like, funny. Like, I guess it's really trying to blend the tone between like a lighter toned Batman and Scooby-Doo together, mm -hmm. but that's just like a weird tonal combination. Weird, weird combo, dude. <laughs> still fun. Yeah. I had a good time. I, I liked uh, that, that the question was in it. That right? was fun. Yeah. We need, we need more of him. <laughs> sick, sick character design, really. That's and, the end of the day. And yeah, overall, like the music was fun. The characters were fun. Aquaman yeah. was fun, but it just was. It was <laughs> best, it was... best piece of Aquaman media is right. this right here. Aquaman was so much fun. Uh, I give it three stars. I think it's pretty fine. I gave it a three and a half. Thought it was pretty fine. Uh, then on the seventh, I watched Finding You. Finding 2021. You. Twenty twenty one. Okay. It's. <laughs> 
I, like, if I were me. Wow. I, I, put, I put a little, like, emoji, sp- like, spread out face as my review and said, don't really have anything to say. Just thought the face was fun. Movie is pretty mid all around in every possible level. Pretty mid, bro. Like, like literally. I don't have anything to say about this movie. It's just kind of boring. Well, you're saying something about it right now. Like, you're saying that it's kind of boring. it's it's surface level in every way and just it it's just there fair enough (laughs) like i I don't know i give it a two and a half (laughs) i don't have it's not aggressively awful but it's just so there yeah uh and then on the seventh we watched uh for the very first time for me uh the 1990s it yeah which is quite good directed by tommy lee wallace Shout out to this movie. I can't believe there are so many people, people that are just like, like this. Bleh. People don't like it's this. It's so what? good. It's so good. <laughs> Come on, guys. Ah, man, the cinematography in this movie is so good, man. Like, I don't know. I, I talked about this before that I really like what it's doing, so I won't say too much. But it, <laughs> on a rewatch, it was still just really fun. Yeah, no, I was about to say it's an insanely fun little like horror romp. The performances are good. Uh, it weaves its narrative in a surprisingly... like well-paced way and like very efficiently i I don't know like i really love all of like the horror sequences yeah like oh my gosh the horror sequences in this are so good i i honestly can't believe people don't enjoy this movie yeah i don't know i think yeah it's it's so weird again one of my biggest problems with the movie on a whole is that not all of the performances are very consistently good uh really my biggest qualm i had with this was just the final act yeah, a lot of the, the final act a lot of its bad. elements get a little loose a little sloppy but you know other than that i think it's pretty darn yeah. close to like perfect i i loved it i gave it four stars i gave it four and a half we keep doing that <laughs> 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 then uh on the eighth uh unless you have oh yeah you have a couple things i watched first. like three things well, on the eighth. I, 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 I was working <laughs> oh yeah Ruby, sorry i was working that day <laughs> wow um well yeah i guess you want me to go uh on the 8th i watched uh assembled the making of moon knight which was a a documentary same thing making of moon knight uh it's really like kind of sad to see how excited oscar isaac and everyone on the crew is about moon knight like they're so pumped for it and they're like this is gonna be like the best they're like trying so hard to make it the best they can and it ended up just being like kind of a all right show like it's not bad by any stretch but I don't know. I just I wanted to love it more than I did. Um, but yeah, as for the documentary, uh, cool to see some of the like thought process behind like character decisions, screenwriting decisions. Uh, cool little documentary. I gave it a three and a half. Nice, nice. Uh, then I also watched uh, Whiplash for the very first time, which I believe is my third Damien Chazelle film. And I still love this man. Uh, or at least his work. I've never met him. I don't know. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I, I honestly didn't think he would be able to top like La La Land. Like my love for La La Land it was one of the first movies that I was like, oh, yeah, movies, baby. <laughs> um, but I honestly think I enjoyed Whiplash a little more than La La Land. I, it's so good, man. Like in terms of just like technical filmmaking, it's it's a marvel of editing and cinematography. uh jk simmons and miles teller are both amazing in this it's just it's it's like a it's wound up like a clock man it's it's so good it's like 
I don't know. Anything good you've heard about Whiplash, <laughs> it's probably true. Um, it's true. All of it. It's got a, it's such a good sense of momentum and uh, tension. It's because it, I, I, haven't it's a seen, I haven't seen man. Whiplash yet. But one thing that <laughs> Damien Chazelle does extremely well, I think mainly because his study in music and knowledge of music, yeah. is he essentially paces his movies like a really good song or a really good like performance yeah no i was I, I mentioned in my review that we need more musicians gone directors because he, ha, he has he has the narrative right. weight of a, of a of like a symphony <laughs> exactly yeah dude oh my gosh the i someone i think it was on twitter or something said like post your favorite scene in a movie like ever and i i went with the finale from this movie it's it's so good but yeah, uh, Whiplash, you, in case you didn't guess, I gave it a five. <laughs> uh, and then later that evening, also on the 8th, I watched uh, Mowgli, Legend of the Jungle, which is Andy Serkis's, I don't know if it's his directorial debut, probably not, but it's, it's one of the films he's directed. Uh, retelling of the Jungle Book. Um, is, is it weird that I prefer the Disney, <laughs> like, quote, live action Jungle Book to this? <laughs> I, I feel like that's a sad thing you know i love you i love you andy but this this is not it <laughs> it's, oh, yeah, it's andy circus isn't it yeah uh andy circus uh directed it um and also i it has such a weird cast like christian bale benedict cumberbatch Kate uh, blanchett is here too well uh, did andy circus just call all of his friends yeah exactly <laughs> andy circus plays baloo too and he does like this weird like I don't know. It's like an Australian accent. It's it's so weird. Well, I mean, I'm pretty sure uh, he's he. Yeah, I don't know. But yeah, no. It's it's just very weird, and none of the creative choices really land for me. I I gave it a two and a half. It's not like bad, really, but it's not good. <laughs> uh, and then on the ninth, Micah. Well, I guess late on the eighth. Oh yeah. Okay. Uh, I put I put I put it on the eighth just where we'd have it on its anniversary, because uh, I logged it before yeah, yeah. before it ended. Yeah. Um, but we watched Scooby Doo two thousand two two thousand two baby. Uh, it was its it was its twentieth anniversary. Twentieth anniversary. Twenty, 20 years. years. <laughs> Scooby Doo. What was that? <laughs> Twenty years of Scooby Doo two thousand two. With some all-time casting. Oh, my gosh. So much fun. Someone was mentioning how this is, like, one of the best castings of the 2000s. We got James Gunn on the screenplay. <sighs> yes. Like, like, it's not as good as the second one, but no. I, don't even, I don't even care. This movie is such a fun it's time. It's so funny, dude. It's so funny. <laughs> it's so great. It looks good. It how did they get? good. How did they get, like, CG Scooby to be, like, the funniest thing dude, in existence? They have so much good visual comedy with a trash-looking CGI With, like, the worst-looking CGI dog you've ever seen in your life. But the visual comedy is so good. Oh, my god, It's gosh. insane. I don't know how they pulled that off. This is, like... It's like the perfect like preteen comedy. I think is is the best way to describe Scooby Doo. Yeah, they've got it's Good such stuff. a it's such a two thousands movie. It's, it's so two thousands. But uh, I gave it four stars. Very very good. I also gave it four stars. Very uh, very good. Then on the ninth, on the ninth, whilst I was also working, oh Remy. Sorry, <laughs> I I try and have a little fun with my life, Michael. Work isn't everything. Uh, while I was working, I watched uh, McMillions, the entire six-hour oh documentary, because I was it's working so all day and I was doing work that I could watch something during. Uh, so I turned on McMillions, very curious, because I'd I'd heard about the story before, but I didn't really fully know it. And it's a fine documentary. 
yeah. it's it's pretty okay like it's one of those documentaries that's like not doing just very much interesting cinematically at all it's not really just a very anything. vanilla documentary yeah it's just like here is the stuff that happened here's some interviews i keep finding that's the problem with a lot of documentaries it's like really interesting subject matter but like totally vanilla boring plain filmmaking yeah, attached to it, it and like i was working while i watched it so like yeah. it, i didn't fully like have the entire experience and it did keep me interested for the entire runtime even though i know a lot of people's biggest complaint about it was that it didn't have any reason being six episodes <laughs> long um but I don't know, I really enjoyed it. The story's cool, kind of crazy. Uh, <laughs> kind of crazy. <laughs> and it was it was just a fun documentary. I give it three and a half. Yeah, I'm looking forward to that. Uh, and also, while you were doing that, I was watching uh, another delightful Isaac Rodriguez horror film. <laughs> which, for those who don't know, I'm a big Isaac Rodriguez fan now. Um, <laughs> you might have heard me mention Deadware uh, on the podcast before, and I was a big, a big, big, big fan of that. Um, so I decided to check out more of his features. I watched Unknown Visitor uh, on the 9th, and it was probably my least favorite of his. It's whole shtick. It, 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 Isaac Rodriguez horror films seem to have a shtick. I don't know what it is. Um, but this one was, it was recorded on a doorbell cam, which is like, you think, oh, like that sounds interesting and cool, but like. That he just I don't know who wrote this, but they just really fumbled the ball on yeah, like honestly, the writing. Honestly, Ruby, I heard that premise and it sounded really uninteresting. <laughs> no, dude, it's so weird. They like they just chose like such like the wrong plot to try and tell in this form. Like it's <laughs> it's not good. Like I honestly would have just taken like spooky things happening on a front porch for an hour and a half and I would have been happy. Like it, they didn't need to go in like all in on like this like character study of someone with like schizophrenia. I'm like what's happening right now? What? <laughs> I don't know. Weird movie. I my least favorite of his. It's just really its biggest atrocity is just being really boring. Um but I don't know. I, I'm glad I gave it a try. We I, we need more experimentation in film, Michael. We need more doorbell movies. We need more doorbell. <laughs> we need more doorbell movies. <laughs> wow. Well, after this, we watched Black Hat. Yes. Uh, Michael Mann. Baby's first Michael Mann movie. <laughs> <laughs> um, I I had not seen this before. Ravi rewatched yeah, it second time. Um, baby, I really enjoyed so mm. much of like it's ideas and like it's such a cool movie there's so much there's so many cool elements <laughs> yeah. in this movie the cast is really fun too uh but it didn't fully work on a screenplay level as much as i was hoping i think there's some pretty darn incohesive stuff in its <laughs> screenplay themes wise <laughs> it's um, so it's a weird <laughs> i don't know but it was still super fun pretty darn engaging throughout yeah and just like i mean come on they they show they show the complete inner workings of a computer and have like the hacking be on a bit level traveling That's through so stuff cool. while having really accurate computer mechanics and <laughs> hacking like coding stuff. This is like such a an anomaly of like modern filmmaking. It, it examines the way we interact with technology in such an interesting way that I've never seen like on film before. Robbie, he's a gamer. <laughs> <laughs> it's I don't know. It's about my guy. It's about humanity's relationship to technology at the center of it and that's so cool <laughs> i give it i give it a four star it's I, very cool i, I give love it the way it, I, I love its use of computers yeah but it definitely has some screenplay problems my review was i liked the part with the computers <laughs> quite good uh which okay i do want to say one more thing i know we're i know we're kind of stretching on time here wow um 
It's so weird to me reading through reviews because this movie has a, is like a surprisingly low average, and reading right? through negative, reading through That's negative crazy. reviews, so many of them were like, "Whoa, there, Mister Man! I couldn't understand all that computer lingo. <laughs> computer lingo, <laughs> going too fast for me." What? Are they like ninety? Are the, are ninety year olds watching Black? Hat? I don't understand that, and, and I know I've taken like I've I've, I've I'm I, like I literally have a job that has to do with my coding. You knowledge. took a computer coding. I took course, a computer coding like a college level computer coding course. I understand ninety percent of what they're talking about in the movie, but like even if I didn't, I feel like you... I follow it. I'm not that knowledgeable on computers or the way internet or hacking works, and it's it's it like it makes so much clear character sense and filmmaking sense what they're doing all the yeah, time I don't, I don't get it they're like i don't understand what's how happening stocks have to do with <laughs> mines <laughs> or anything i'm like what is what are you talking about we're i don't know weird complaints for black hat it was really weird the real yeah. ones love black hat <laughs> on the 10th uh we watched uh live die repeat edge of tomorrow <laughs> Yeah, or just baby. edge of tomorrow my first time for baby's first edge of tomorrow baby's first <laughs> edge of tomorrow baby's first tom cruise time travel movie uh shout out to edge of tomorrow this was my first time watching it where it wasn't two in the morning <laughs> and that helps um it was i definitely was not struggling to fall asleep this time around <laughs> yeah uh, i don't a, know man it's a really fun movie it does a really good job with all of its stakes, all of its pacing, just like, it's it's good. It's a great action movie. Listen, I don't want to attribute all of this movie's brilliance to Christopher McQuarrie, but I have never <laughs> seen a Christopher McQuarrie movie that has, like, a bad grasp of action stakes. Well, I guess you'll have to watch Tom Cruise's The Mummy, in Wait. which he was also on the screen. Oh, no, no. <laughs> How could he do this to me? I trusted you, Christopher. <laughs> but yeah, Edge of Tomorrow, um, fantastic. I loved it. Uh, like I said, very refreshing to see an action movie with like well-defined stakes and character beats and stuff. It's, it's just like really solid. And I think it uses its time loop, like, premise and gimmick in a really effective the way. way the way they present it uh cinematically was really smart and really fun loved it yeah. <laughs> i give it a four and a half i also give it a four and a half uh then also on the 10th we watched possum possum, possum. baby i it was awesome it was awesome possum <laughs> awesome possum. <laughs> i i really i really love what this movie was doing. this is this is such okay. a cool movie i really man. don't get scared by a movies hardly ever oh especially horror movies like it just they just never actually make me feel much physically yeah. uh and this is one of like the two maybe three movies <sighs> that has ever actually gotten me to feel like kind of scared and i loved that micah that this, this is one of the scariest movies if not the scariest movie i've ever seen it's so <laughs> it's cool so it really it's it taps so much into the indie <laughs> horror vibe like indie horror yeah. video game vibe yeah um and that's so cool it taps into so much of what makes indie horror games kind of viscerally scary, mm -hmm. even though you're not in the first person, like, doing the controls themselves. Yeah. And I think my biggest problem with the movie also plays into the fact that it writes itself like an indie, like an indie horror video game. Yeah, the way the plot, like, unravels is kind of weird, but other than that, I think it's pretty much perfect. Like, the way yeah. it controls its if, tone, if the, the performances. Ending, if the ending didn't feel as rushed yeah. and kind of thematically not as cohesive as I would like... Uh, 
Yeah. I probably would have given it five stars. Like the horror is so good. tangible <laughs> in this man. That the sequence near the like the last part of the movie is like one of the best horror sequences I've ever seen. Dude, in any it's movie. poem horror. It's so scary. Robbie, poem horror. <laughs> it's like all of That's it's great. like all of my fears. My, <laughs> they were like, let's just make the scariest movie ever. <laughs> uh, I gave it a four and a half. I also gave it a four and a half. Very very cool. Loved it. Go watch it right now, please. Do it. Go watch Possum Guy. It doesn't have like any. It doesn't have any language. It doesn't have like if, any. If you are old enough, literally, if you're old enough to handle scary. If you're old enough to handle very scary, <laughs> like very very scary movie, go watch it. Uh, then on the eleventh, we went to to the good old cinema, the cinemas, and we watched uh, Tom Cruise, Christopher McQuarrie, <laughs> Top Gun, Ma- Top Gun Maverick, baby. He's just a producer on it, but still. <laughs> I'm telling you, the Tom Cruise, Christopher McQuarrie, like, duo, they have not produced anything less than, like, a four for me. The Mummy. <laughs> well, I haven't seen The Mummy yet. <laughs> uh, but yeah, Joseph uh, Kaczynski, I guess? Yeah. Uh, not the biggest fan of him as a director, but this time around, I was actually rather impressed. This movie is uh oh yeah i do want to see spider <laughs> wow uh, this movie is like really good and i don't even like top gun like that was the thing i didn't really like top gun that much I so i was kind of like eh. yeah but i think this does a great job of being a legacy sequel and doing like everything perfectly in terms of making it super enjoyable honestly action, this is this is what top gun should have been <laughs> right the action is so much better like that was yeah. one of my biggest complaints with the first top gun is that i just was not engaged with any of the plane scenes at all and this movie you get fully into mm. all of the dog fighting all of the plane like it, <laughs> it's good it sets up its stakes well it's emotionally cohesive it, it, it's just really good yeah i mean i i heard people like raving about how this is like one of the best action blockbusters in years and i would tend to agree uh i i'm a sucker for like movies building to one central event and this is like one of those like that's how, I, all, that's how all movies should be establish an event build towards the event in the movie with the event exactly and this is this does such a good job of handling its finale and all of its payoffs and everything it's just a solid screenplay uh tom cruise still rocks i don't know it's a great movie i loved it I gave it a four and a half i also gave it a four and a half go check it out gotta love it uh then yesterday um oh wait no you have something <laughs> on the 11th i forgot you i forgot that. that i watched all this like <laughs> that day um i watched a fun little horror film called the lazarus effect fun uh, didn't seem very fun wow uh <laughs> the big reason i wanted to see it was because donald glover was in it and i'm trying to watch more of his like creative efforts so i i watched this and i was pleasantly surprised you know um what to say about it really uh it has a lot of really great ideas i think it kind of reminds me of like a bad version of prometheus <laughs> or sunshine <laughs> like one of like no Revy, it's not on those levels one of the all. more like mythic themed horror sci-fi films that i've seen um but like executed a lot worse uh it it just doesn't fully come together thematically it it doesn't justify its weight like in its finale at all um i just wish they had given a little more time to like the main Man, character I, I thought it looked pretty and the bad. main like 
Yeah, Ava. I, I, I wish they would have given her a bit more I, development. I caught probably like a total 45 <laughs> minutes of the movie, and I, I was not impressed. I don't know, man. It was cool. It was just a fun little movie. I don't think it was, Rebby. I think it was... <laughs> Need to lighten up. Cinematically, I do not think it was very good, but well, I did not watch the whole yeah, thing. Yeah, I was about to say. The horror movie. stuff was just really bad at the end. Yeah, no. Honestly, I think its ending is its like weakest part, because it it's not given the weight it needs. But yeah, I give it a three and a half. Uh, and then okay, I, no, on the 12th, uh, 12th. I watched uh, Ponyo. Ponyo. I really want to see Ponyo. 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 Like again. <laughs> yeah, that, that's what I was saying. Uh, yesterday we were looking for something to watch, something kind of relaxed and nice because it was Sunday afternoon and we were super tired. Uh, and we were like, Ponyo. <laughs> Ponyo. So we watched Ponyo and who doesn't love Ponyo? It's so good. She it's It's not my favorite Ghibli movie by far, uh, but me and my girlfriend watched it together and that's super fun. Watch, watch, watch Ghibli movies with your significant other. It's important. <laughs> there you go. Um, and important part of any relationship. <laughs> I gave it four stars. The animation is kind of like I always forget how new the movie is. So when the right. animation starts like looking like a newer anime movie, <laughs> I'm like, what? <laughs> like you need to bump that up to a four and a half. You uh, need to break it to you. But yeah, very good. Uh, then afterwards, I wanted to show uh, Haley my favorite movie at the moment because she had not seen it it's not really her cup of tea and wow. it's also kind of long uh but i turned on little women little greta women. gerwig's little women why are you saying it like <laughs> little women it's little women not little women <laughs> <laughs> and she and she loved it okay she got really invested which i was very happy about because because she does not get like super invested in movies very easily Aww. but when it, you can tell she likes a movie by like if she like is like because <laughs> if she gets invested she's like she's there she's really invested and she was really invested in a lot of the elements of this and that was so cool i get invested in movies when florence Pugh is in the movie <laughs> that Dude. is when i get invested. okay so i've we've talked about i like me and my girlfriend have talked about celebrity crushes and my celebrity like my top three celebrity crushes are Saoirse Ronan, Florence Pugh, and Anna de Armas. And like the you first, got two out of three. The first okay. two characters that walk on the screen <laughs> are Saoirse Ronan and Florence Pugh. And she was like... <laughs> Shout out to Florence Pugh, for real. She's she's so good, man. She's In this fantastic. especially. No, all of the performances in Little Women. Even... even even uh even Emma Watson, which I'm not the biggest Emma Watson fan. <laughs> I don't even fan. like Emma Watson. <laughs> like I think her performances in the later Harry Potter movies are kind of rough. Yeah. But like she gives a fantastic performance in this. Yeah, no, she's great here. This is, uh, this is honestly my favorite role for her. Um, but it's you know, so good. I can't wait. I can't wait for Barbie. <laughs> yeah, right. So, Greta Gerwig, Dude. take my money. Barbie is gonna be great. <laughs> I hope. I really hope. I'm pulling so hard for Barbie to be great. <laughs> But yeah, no. but yeah, five stars. I love, I love Little Women so much. It makes me happy. <laughs> and then late into the night, uh, last night we watched War of the Planet or For the Planet, for the planet. of the Apes. It's really, it's really disappointing because all of the other ones are like blank for the planet of or of the planet of the apes, and then on the last one they switched it out for four. It's, yeah, it's all confusing. Though. But yeah, and that was that was that was the week. That was the 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 cinema. Oh, by the way, a Whiplash did make it into my top fifty after. Yeah after the first Thanks. initial viewing so uh, for those very invested in my canon top 50 <laughs> it is now part of it uh and also i did want to shout out uh my video just came out yesterday oh yeah i uh, haven't watched I it watched, yet. i made a video uh on m grayway films uh, that's g-r-a-w-e-y films it's linked uh, down in the description <laughs> uh and i put out a new video on smiling friends and adult swim 
Uh, Smiling Friends, great check show. Check that out, check that out. Very cool, very cool. Uh, <laughs> wow. That's why I missed... Uh, what was that movie called? Which one? The Lazarus. The Lazarus Effect. effect. I... That's why I missed it fully because I was working on my video. Like I was too busy working to for movies, <laughs> my silly little films. But yeah, go check that out. Mean a lot. It's actually performing really well so far, so that's cool. Well, then you don't even need them to go no, check I, it out. No, go check it out. Go check it out. Trust me. Wow. Uh, but yeah, we'll be back. Catch hopefully, you next hopefully next week. Uh, I don't I, know what we'll be talking about. Knows? We could be talking about anything. I don't know. We, we could we could go Maverick. We could go. We could go. Um, we got a, We got an official formal request formal for request everything, request everywhere, for everything, all everything at once. Yeah. Uh, oh, we've seen Matilda now, Michael. We were gonna have uh, Connor Nyhan on oh, for yeah. for a Matilda episode. So. Shout out! <laughs> shout out to Luke. Shout out to Connor. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, no. Um, I don't know what we're doing next week, but it'll probably be fun. Yeah, thanks for listening, guys. Go check out the Planet of the Apes movies. Yeah. Go watch Little Women. Yeah. Seriously. Even Go watch if, Whiplash. Even, even if you're like, oh, but it's Little Women. <laughs> Ugh, I don't want to watch that. Go watch it. <laughs> Suck it up. Watch Little Women. <laughs> Stop being a misogynist and go watch Little Women. Exactly. Go watch Little Women. Do it. Watch Possum. Yeah, go uh, watch Possum, man. It's on a bunch of free services. I, di- I didn't mind watching with ads, but... Solaris. Like, yeah. Scooby-Doo. Go watch it all. Go watch it all. Go watch a movie. <laughs> That's what I say. Do it. Go watch a movie. <laughs> well, we'll catch you next time, guys. <laughs>